I know you've been there. You get into an argument with your significant other and you're thinking to yourself, I know I just said that. I know we're saying the same exact thing and I'm not sure what the problem is, but I just said that. And your problem is communication. There's a lack of communication in the relationship. And I want to talk about some of those things and things that might be able to help. Hi, my name is Martika. I'm a plus size fashion and beauty enthusiast, entrepreneur, mother of two beautiful girls, and I've experienced both the good and not so great moments of love. Truth is, you have to. And I want to have an open and fun dialogue about those ups and downs with you. I want this to be a community of healing where we pull each other through, lift each other up, and maybe even get each other out of love's complex moments. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my first podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I've been wanting to do this for like about a year now, and I put this on my to-do list for the end of the year, and I needed to make sure that I put out this podcast by the end of the year. So, clink, clink, clink. Can you hear it? I have some Guinness Extra Stout. Get to know me. So let's get to the meat of the conversation. So why do I bring this up? Because I hear this often, not only in my circle of friends, but by strangers, like people on the bus or in the store or in the beauty salon. You just hear women complaining about communication. I mean, ranging from teenagers all the way up to older women that are well in their 70s divorced even, and they complain, and maybe complain it's a kind of hard word to use, but we talk about communication and what those barriers are. So I mostly hear that there is a communication barrier. It's like we're saying the same thing, but in two different ways, and we're both hell-bent on being right. It's... It's annoying. Like, real deal is just annoying. I get into these all the time with my significant other. And sometimes I'm just like, I throw my hands up. I can't do this anymore. So what's the difference between listening and hearing? And I'm sure you've heard this before. Like, I'm going to say this often because I know that these are not subjects that we don't discuss on a daily basis, or if not, at least a few times a week with our friends, whoever we feel comfortable enough to talk about our relationships with, right? And we can leave that for another podcast. Girl, I got so many things to talk about. But you know the difference between someone listening and hearing. And you know your partner and you know when they've just checked out. They're listening and then all of a sudden it's like they've checked out. You see that blank stare. You get the one-liners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you say. You know that. Infamous. Whatever you say. And you're like, you know what? If you're not ready to have a conversation... That's it. There's nothing to talk about. But there's a part of you inside that's like, oh, how are you going to do this to me? Like, I'm trying to communicate with you. Why won't you communicate with me? And the reasons are probably because your partner does not know how to communicate. 
Say it again. Your partner does not know how to communicate. And you're thinking to yourself, this is a grown ass human being. Why is it my responsibility to help them communicate? And it's not your responsibility to help them communicate. It's your responsibility to yourself to grant yourself some peace. So here are some of the things that I have used in the past in my current relationship. And some of them have helped. Some of them helped for a little while. And some of them have never helped for me. But I wanted to share this with you guys because one of these may help for your relationship. And I'm not going to lie. Like, we are still struggling with communication. It is a major pain point in our relationship. And I think this is why this became one of my first episodes because it's something that I struggle with and it's something that I see my girlfriend struggle with all the time. So here's here's four tips or four things that I have used in the past that, again, some of the work, some didn't work. So the first tip is bench your discussion. And I'm sure you've heard this before. And I know it's difficult because when I am in the throes of an argument, there is no benching nothing. I don't want to bench a single thing other than your entire body because I am just that aggravated with you. So you bench the discussion. And what does this mean? You take the discussion, pause it before either one of you say something that will be irreversible and that you will not be able to take back or that you may not really mean because sometimes we harbor some ill feelings for our significant others, but it's just because we're so angry. So you bench it and you choose another day during the week, you know, the month, whatever, whatever you discuss with your partner How long do you think it will take for you to simmer down and have an open and honest dialogue with one another about what just transpired? Now, this doesn't work for everyone. Some people are a, no, we're going to just talk about this right now. We're going to get it over with and we need to continue moving. And for some relationships, this will work perfect. You will avoid hurting each other's feelings. And in the end, you will have a discussion about what happened. So that's number one, bench your discussion. The second one is pick a safe word that will ensure that you don't say something that you will regret later. So I heard about this one from a book that I'm reading. I'm doing Audible. And the book, the name of the book is An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. It's one of Oprah's 2018 picks, I believe. And they have a safe phrase. And their phrase is November 17th. Now, I don't know. I can't recall now if that was the day that they met. But whenever they think that they are going to say something that they will regret and will not be able to take back and that will put a burden on their emotional relationship, they say November 17th. So you can pick a phrase in your relationship, a phrase, a word, or like Kevin Hart says, pineapples. That's it. Pineapples, pineapples. I can't do this anymore. 
you pick your phrase. And at that moment, no matter what is happening, if you are mid-sentence, everything stops. And then you go to step one, which is you bench the discussion. You take a walk. You come back. You pick a date. You come back to the discussion. And you will be able to more clearly have a discussion about the things that are bothering you. And and you will be better able to communicate with your partner. Number three, try a couple's journal. Now I've tried this and the couple's journal helped in a way. You have to have a willing participant. If you have a partner that does not like to write, this might not work. But if you have a partner that is willing to write down his or her emotions, then this may work. You have a journal, you set it on the table, wherever, nightstand. And if some feelings are boiling up inside of you, you write them down. So this is similar to benching your discussion, but you are now using it as a journaling method where you write down your emotions and your partner can respond back to you in the journal. And you can have a conversation like that. Now, this sort of worked for me. And then I'm hot. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican and Colombian. I'm spicy. You know, like that journal went out the window. At, at some point, I was just like, this journal, I'm done. Um, and it was because for me, I felt like I was the only one writing in the journal, which is why I go back to saying you need to have a partner that is willing to express their emotions on paper. And you can use another form of this. You can do um, audio notes, voice notes on your phone, send it to each other, do Marco Polo, send that to each other because you are not pressured to have a instant conversation with the person. You can take a few seconds to acknowledge what was being said, analyze what's being said and respond to what was said. Um, so you can use any type of format, whether you want to do a journal or you want to do a voice note or you want to use any one of the million apps out there that allow you to say something and put it out in the atmosphere and wait for someone to respond to you. You can do that. You need to come to an agreement where you're not going to take two, three days to get back to this or you can take two, three days to get back to me about this. Lastly, and this is one that I'm sure you've heard often is get counseling. If you can't afford it, if your insurance pays for it, get the counseling. Get a couple's counseling. Pick someone that you believe will be very impartial and that will understand your relationship, you know, based off of whatever you choose. Because it does take a while sometimes to get a therapist that will truly understand your issues. Um, so do your research, research it with your partner, make sure that you are both comfortable with the person and get the counseling that you need to open up the lines of communication between you and your partner. This is a new podcast and we do not have any 
sponsor breaks yet, but I'm hoping that in the future, I will be able to bring you a very short and funny sponsor break. I will also be doing listener questions. So I will put this on my social media platforms, put out a listener questions about a specific topic. And on the next episode, I will pick a few questions to answer. And keep in mind, they will be about love and makeup. (laughs) If you have any questions about makeup, please feel free to send them over to my Instagram accounts or Twitter accounts. They're the same um, handle for, they are the same handle across all platforms. That's M-U-V Martika, M-A-R-T-E-E-K-A-H. And just DM me whatever questions that you may have. And I'll pick a few and answer them during this listener questions segment. So the holidays are upon us. We have Thanksgiving next Thursday. And literally it's like tomorrow because by the time you realize it's Wednesday and you're cooking whatever your family cooks for Thanksgiving... And one of the things that we fret about, especially, is what are we going to wear? You know, you're either going to be with an in-law that you want to impress. You're either meeting a new in-law or you have an in-law that doesn't really like you. Or you have an in-law that loves you and either way you just want to look great. And for me, it's just an event to get, you know, pretty and put something on or put some different colors on my eyes or try a new makeup look. And I usually dress up for the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving or whether it's for Friendsgiving or whether it's just to stay at home and chill, I usually put something on my face. So here's some of the makeup holiday trends. Obviously, you've seen it very deep, opulent, reds, deep reds, and deep greens, and velvets, and blues. And so you might want to use a hint of one of those colors in your makeup routine. So now I do not suggest to put blue a blush, but that's totally up to you if that's what you wish to do. But you can totally incorporate it definitely in your eye routine and you do not have to do like a 15 layered look to get a pop of holiday cheer on your eyes. So I would pick colors like greens, emerald greens, or even mossy greens. I would pick vibrant blues and you absolutely have to frost. Because we're thinking of snow, we're thinking of lights, and soon the lights are going to come up, soon the trees are going to be in the windows with all the ornaments. So you want to think of those type of colors. But you don't, there's some people that are like, well, I don't want to look like a Christmas tree. And you don't have to, you can just use one of those colors. Um, and just incorporate it into your routine. Another trend that I've seen, which I think is so cute, is pearls. And so people are using pearls almost like an eyeliner, like a winged liner. And it's such a subtle, different thing that you can do with your eyes. If you have the time to do it, I would suggest that you try something like that. It's definitely different. It's definitely going to be a topic of conversation, but it doesn't seem overwhelming. 
And I'm hoping to be able to do a blog post about these makeup looks and then send you over to my new website, which I am still working on, but will be hopefully done with by the end of the year. So yeah, so those are some makeup trends that you can try. Definitely play around with highlighters, definitely play around with frost, and definitely play around with those colors that remind you of the holidays, especially like the Christmas colors because we're approaching Thanksgiving. We've already done most of the fall colors, you know, the the deep browns and the the, the smoky browns. And we've done every possible brown that we could do at this point. So now we wanna transition into the more colorful, but still Christmas timacy <laughs> colors. That's the best way that I can say it. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, then obviously you would pick colors that remind you of your holiday. So that's it guys. This is the very end of my first podcast and I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope that a year from today we look back at this podcast and think of how much we've grown as a community and how much we have helped each other as a community in terms of relationships and in terms of face beatery. So we talked about communication and communication is all well and we are working on it and we are implementing these steps. But what if you have codependency issues? And I see this a lot in the relationships around my environment. And we can steer away from saying the word issues if you like. Give me feedback on whether or not you like or you are comfortable with the term issues. So what if we have codependency What's another word for issues, y'all? What if our point of contention, y'all know I use the thesaurus for this. I'm not even gonna like lie. I pulled up the damn dictionary app and was like, what is another word for issues? I'm not even gonna front with y'all. This is not, I, I wanna just keep it 1000 with y'all. Okay, so if you have a different word for issues, please swing it my way. Okay, but I found point of contention or matter, excuse me, or matter of contention. So what if your matter of contention is codependency? And I want to talk about that in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And if you found anything of value in this podcast, please consider subscribing, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, rate and review it. And of course, sign up for my email list at www.martika.com.